Welcome to the Erickson Covenant Podcast. We're so glad that you've joined us today. We confess that we don't have all the answers, but as a community, we seek to find and follow Jesus and to discover daily the life he has always wanted for us. We hope this message will be encouraging and will inspire you to take the next steps on your spiritual journey. If we can help you in any way, please connect with us. The easiest way is through our website at ericksoncovenant.ca. Let's get started. I'm going to tell you a story, okay? This is a story from the Bible. There was a time when Jesus was teaching and someone came up to Jesus and he looked him up and down and he said, I have a question for you. Actually, he said it more like this. I have a question for you. Can you try that with me? Make a little snooty voice. I've got a question for you. Can you try that? Try it. Try it. Try it. I have a question for you. Okay. All right. All right. And and now, now, now this fellow, this fellow had a question, but he didn't really have a question. He had a question that he already had the answer to, and it was an answer that he'd been working on for a long, long time. And so he was kind of hoping that he would get a chance. And so he asked Jesus a little tester question because he wanted to stump Jesus. He wanted Jesus to be kind of blank-faced and not know what to say. And, and, and then he'd be able to provide the answer. You know what that's like? Yeah? So he says to Jesus, I've got a question for you. What must I do to inherit eternal life, he says. That's a hard question. That's a hard question. Was Jesus stumped by that question? Did Jesus not know what to say? <gasps> well, guess what? He didn't answer the question. Guess what he did instead? He did what a lot of frustrating teachers do. He asked another question. I should also say he did a lot, what a lot of good teachers do. He asked another question. He said, well, what does your Bible say? How do you read it? Ooh, that's kind of a hard question. Except this fellow had been waiting his whole life for someone to ask him that question. Why? Because he thought, I have the right answer. I know. He said, well, it says, oh, should I do the voice? Well, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. He was quoting from the Bible. You're quoting from some of the big books at the start. Deuteronomy, Leviticus. So, did you hear what he said? Big answer. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. And he thought Jesus would go, no, 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 it's not that, it's something else, whatever. And he said, guess what Jesus said? He said to him, bingo. That's, that's the other translation. He said, you have answered correctly. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, okay. And then, and then and Jesus says, do it. Do that. Just, just, just do that and you'll live. There's your answer. Well, that kind of made the guy feel uncomfortable. Do you know why I made him feel uncomfortable? Because he kind of realized at that moment, oh, shucks. I maybe knew the answer, but I'm not sure I'm actually doing the answer, right? So he's like wanting to like feel better about himself that even though he gave the right answer, he probably wasn't following the right answer. So he wanted to justify himself, the Bible says. And so what he said to Jesus, well, you know, like, uh, well, you know, who 
my neighbor. I mean, who is he, right? Because, you know, if you can't figure out who your neighbor is, you don't have to love him. And if you can just say, that guy over there is a nasty little boy. I mean, he, he's not my neighbor. Then you wouldn't have to love him, right? So then Jesus actually told him a story to answer the question. He asked, who is my neighbor? And Jesus said, oh, I've got a great story for you. And this was the story that Jesus told him in response to his question, who's my neighbor? In other words, who's my neighbor that I have to love like the Bible says I have to love him, right? And this is the story Jesus told. He said, one day a man was traveling along the road from Jerusalem down to Jericho. And as he was traveling along, humming a tune, he was beset upon by robbers. Robbers that beat him up, took his clothes, his favorite new jacket, his brand new hat, took his money, left him on the side of the road, hat maybe his pants. It was embarrassing, but he didn't even notice because guess what? He was beat up so bad. He was laying on the side of the road, half dead. Laying on the side of the road, so beat up, so sad, and they left him there. They just left him. He's lying on the side of the road and the sun is hot and he's hurting. But then in the distance, he hears the sound of someone coming toward him, someone shuffling along the way. And look, look down the road, guys. Look, 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 look down the road. Oh, good. It's someone coming who works at the temple in Jerusalem. One of the good guys, right? It's a priest. We're saved. A priest is coming. He's one of the good guys. He spends his whole life helping people understand God and how we can interact with God and how we can get right with God. Right? So this priest is walking along and then he spots him over on the side of the road. And at that moment, the priest does something kind of unexpected. Do you know what he does? He goes, oh, yike, I do not want to be helping that guy. Now, maybe he was a little scared. He'd get beat up himself. Maybe the sight of him made the guy feel a little sick. We don't know. Or maybe he was just too busy with doing his good stuff. We don't know. But Jesus says that that priest moved over to the other side of the highway and just kept on going. Meanwhile, this guy... A path, yeah, sure. And then this guy is now still laying there and the sun's getting higher in the sky. Look up, look up, look up. The sun is getting higher in the sky. What happens when the sun gets higher in the sky? Well, it feels hotter anyway. So then, a little while later, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Here comes another guy. Coming in the distance. Look over there. Look, everyone, look, look, look. Who's it coming this time? Uh, It's a Levite. Well, good question. What is a Levite? Well, he happens to be another guy that was commissioned by God. His whole family was commissioned by God to take care of all that temple, all the worship stuff. Kind of like a guy who works at a church. Yeah, yeah, kind of like me, like you too. So these are people that were commissioned with the responsibility to take care of God's tabernacle and then God's temple and help God's people worship. Okay, so that's good. Because this guy, he's been around, you know, God's temple for a long time. He knows what God's like. He knows what God's character's like. So, yeah, he's going to help, right? 
wrong. He doesn't help. He just scoots along the edge, just like the other guy probably stepped in the same shoes the other guy did to keep away from that poor guy laying on the side of the road. He's still laying there, and the sun is getting hotter and hotter, and he's now unconscious. He doesn't even know what's going on. Is there any hope for him? No hope for him? But thankfully, someone else comes along. A fellow comes down the road, and he's dragging a donkey with him. Why do I say dragging a donkey? Because donkeys don't like to be, you know, taken places. So I'm sure he was resisting. Anyway, this is a donkey that was coming along, and this guy sees this poor man on the side of the road. Now, Jesus tells us something at this point in the story that is really, really shocking. Do you know what he tells us? He tells us that this man who's walking along the side of the road, he's not one of the good guys. In fact, he happens to be one of the people that this man on the side of the road, as well as the Levite and the priest, would have considered a nasty neighbor. Someone they do not like. In fact, someone that their daddy didn't like, their granddaddy didn't like, and their great-grand didn't like him either. In fact, there'd been a long-standing not-like between these families for generations and generations. They threw rocks at each other. You know what I mean? They'd do whatever they could. Just scratch each other's cars. I don't know what they did. They did a lot of things. They did not like each other. This man's walking along. Oh, no. Is that any luck? Any luck for this poor guy when one of his enemies comes walking along the road? A Samaritan? Can you say that? Because that's kind of what all the people in the audience would have thought. When Jesus was telling this story, they would have went, oh no, a Samaritan. I mean, if a priest walked along and skirted the other side, if a Levite ignored him, then guess what? There's no hope now because it's a Samaritan. But guess what happens? This is one of those moments in the story where you need to have some background music that goes, dun, dun, dun. Can you try it with me? Dun, dun, dun. Everyone. Dun, dun, dun. Because that Samaritan goes over to this man on the side of the road. And he bends down to him. You just imagine him. He's laying on the side of the road. He bends down and he bandages up his wounds and he gives him some medicine. And then he loads this guy on his own donkey and takes him down to a hotel. And at that hotel, he says, put this man up here at the hotel and I'll pay for it. I'll pay for his stay until he gets better. And in fact, if he ends up taking really a long time to get better and he ends up overstaying and, 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 and I owe you some money, I'll come back and pay the difference. I'll cover all the costs of this man's B&B while he recovers from this terrible experience. And then he went on his way. What a story. But do you know what Jesus told that story for? At the end of that story, he looks at this fellow who was, you know, feeling pretty good about himself until now. And then he says to him, so which one was the neighbor to the man who was hurt? And the man was a feeling a little bit, you know, down about this because he realized he's kind of caught in his own question. But he said, well, the man who showed him mercy, the man who helped him, you know, that 
Mm, wouldn't even say his name. Wouldn't even say Samaritan. Just the guy who helped him. And then Jesus says, well, go and be like that Samaritan. Go and do likewise. Isn't that a great story? Thanks for listening in today. We hope you feel encouraged and challenged. If you know someone who would benefit from what you have heard today, please share this podcast. For more information, or if you have questions, you can connect with us through our website, ericksoncovenant.ca. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Erickson Covenant Church.